This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 587, Quarterly Planning Time, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan, and this is where I read to you every single day, including weekends and holidays, from uh, some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And today's author is Steve Pavlina, who we hear from uh, both on this show and on some of the other shows across our platforms. So uh, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Quarterly Planning Time by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Today I finished typing up my detailed plan for this quarter, which is about 10 pages long. I revise my goals and plans roughly every 90 days, and I find that although this can be tedious, usually 10 to 15 hours of tiresome work, it's an essential tool for me, not just for running a business, but for managing my entire life. Life can get pretty complicated sometimes, and it's easy to get knocked off track by external pressures if you don't know precisely where you're headed. When you're working for several days on a particular project and a new opportunity comes along in a totally different area, it can be tough to make a clear decision if you aren't able to mentally pull your mind out of that project and see the forest for the trees. Having a written plan that you can review at any time makes it easy to review your current situation from a bird's eye view, so you can make more consistent decisions. In 2001, I wrote articles on goal setting and planning. And aside from some minor refinements, I still follow this basic approach today. But one thing I now include in my planning document is a list of assumptions that I made in putting the plan together. These are often assumptions about what I expect to happen, such as how long I think it will take to complete a particular project. Invariably, I'll get a few weeks into my plan and I'll hit a snag. So I go back to my list of assumptions and look for any that may have turned out to be wrong. Then I can adjust those assumptions and update the plan accordingly. But if I find that all the assumptions still seem to be accurate, then I usually feel safe that the heart of the high-level plan is still okay. I may just need to alter the way I'm currently implementing it. Just today, I had to turn down two potential licensing deals. On the surface, they looked potentially lucrative, but in light of my overall long-term goals, it's clear they would be off course for me. When you create a 90-day plan, you're really looking ahead much further than just 90 days. I typically think ahead at least two years to figure out what I should be doing over the next 90 days. There are many decisions that look good when you consider them on a three to six month timeframe, but when you look two plus years ahead, they seem more problematic. It's a lot like AI chess programs. The computer player will think a particular move is optimal when it looks ahead five ply but when it looks ahead 10-ply, it ends up picking an entirely different move. So it is when making short-term plans. You'll create the best plans if you look ahead a few years and think about where you'll end up, and then use that long-term perspective to decide what you need to be doing right now. And for certain big decisions, like whether you'd like to have another child, you may want to look ahead much further. The long view sharpens the short view. When I was single and living alone and hadn't yet started my own business, this kind of detailed planning would probably have been overkill. But now that my life is much more complicated, it helps me cut through the possible quagmire of confusion and really focus. The more complicated my life gets, the more important I find it to spend time clarifying my goals and plans. The main thing a written plan does for me is it gives me a sense of peace, knowing that I've thought everything through consciously and everything is covered. It can be hard to make choices such as Should I spend time with the wife and kids or exercise or practice my next speech or write an article or work on my book or do some marketing tasks or play poker or read a book? 
One thing I've learned is that I tend to do a bad job making these kinds of balancing decisions on the spur of the moment. I vastly underrepresent some areas while overworking others, so something important slips through the cracks. I just don't have the time to think several years ahead when making every single decision. It's only by creating a high-level plan that I can trust that I'm able to achieve the right balance and get the really important things done while consciously deciding what areas can afford less attention. I can trust the plan because I know I spent the time thinking things through to create it, so it acts as a tool to help me simplify and speed up daily decisions. Once you have a solid written plan, the next trick is to learn how to work it effectively. I manage my daily workflow using a system based on the one in David Allen's excellent Getting Things Done book. You just listened to the post titled Quarterly Planning Time by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks to Steve, who was actually one of the very first authors that we started narrating here across all of our different shows. Uh, He writes about personal development as well as money, health, relationships, and much more. And uh, his topics really just about cover all the different podcasts that we currently have in our network. So you will hear his articles across all of our shows regularly. And uh, thanks to how much he's got on his site, we still haven't run out of content. So again, big thanks to Steve, and uh, you can come by stevepavlina.com for a lot more. But I think that does it for today. I thank you for being a subscriber to the show. It really means a lot to us. And uh, I will see you back here tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.